Emerging Pastors Podcast. My name is Paul Stoller. I'm here with Shane Kendrick. Shane, how you doing? I'm good, bud. How are you? Doing all right. Doing all right. Well, let's just jump right into what we're going to talk about today. Today, an important topic, I believe, for pastors and ministers, and it's the topic of burnout. What's your What's your first thoughts right after that? What do you think, right off the top, what do you think causes burnout? Oh, man. For me, one of the things that, that, that sparked burnout for me was is, is doing too much mm. and working hard, but not relying on God. I, I'm, I was reminded of, you know, when, when Jesus said, come to me who are weak and heavy laden and I'll give you rest. I think, you know, we understand that. But I think for me, it was I've got to go. I've got to do but then I've neglected to be with Jesus. Yeah, one of my favorite, so I love <clears throat> Shane and Shane. Oh yeah, And uh, oh, yeah. One of the, their first albums, Rocks Won't Cry, but one of the songs, uh, they have a line that has always stuck with me. It's all my serving, replace me knowing you. Well, that's good. Yeah, and that's that's been true for me yeah. too, man. man that's real you. good, that's yeah. real good. What yeah. else, any other, yeah. what else did you experience there? Yeah, so I mean, you know, a lot of people talk about COVID, you know, about yeah. burnout and COVID. And so, but that's where I was burnt out up to that point. And so I actually had a guy that gave me a book on leading on empty. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was burnt out just reading this book. And I'm like, is this guy writing to me? Is he like talking to me? But, um, but I read that during COVID. And so I was reading that book on, on, on leading on empty. And I'm like, man, I am so much empty and, and I've neglected so much, um, you know, it got to the point where I, I was just like so burnt out where I, I did. I wanted to quit. And, you know, I think you've been there too, man, where you, you want to quit so much. And you're just like, man, I don't know. Like, this is what God's called me to do. But if it's like this, I don't want to do it. Yeah. I, so I went I went through burnout as well. And I, I remember distinctly, I was in my office. I office from home. I was a single staff pastor. So no. just me, smaller, smaller town, rural town. No, there wasn't the closest pastor, SBC pastor, was 15 miles away. But anyway, I remember we didn't have much vacation and all this time. And uh, I remember looking out my window in my office. I was sitting there and I was like, I just want to leave. Like I just want to drive yep. off. I don't want to quit. <laughs> I don't want. I mean, not not that. I mean, like I don't want to quit. I don't want to leave the ministry. I just want to just drive away for a little while yeah you know what i mean yeah and because because of burnout and i I didn't know how i'll be honest with you i didn't know how to cope with it or what to do i just knew i was tired and i'd signed up for a lot of things and so i think for me some of the causes for me personally i'll just say this i know there's plenty of books on it and you know many of the guys write that and do a great job but for me, there's a few things. One, I felt like I was leading from my weaknesses yeah. instead of my strengths. It's good. It's good. So, like, I was doing a whole bunch of stuff. I mean, you know, preaching, music, counseling, youth, every, you know, everything else. I was announcing games. I was, I DJed prom one time. Like, it's crazy. Really? Oh, yeah. That's yeah. awesome, man. Yeah. That's, I yeah. secretly wanted to be a DJ, so it's okay. <laughs> I so can that, see that. That didn't cause burnout. Yeah. But anyway. That, that so, probably brought joy a little yeah, bit. It yeah. did. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, awesome. brought back your 1990 yeah. vanilla ice kind of. Hey, yeah. I can do the Carlton yeah, really well, go, but man. don't tell anybody. Love, love it. But uh, no, and so, but I was doing all those things, which are good things, like we talked about. Those sure. are all good things and yeah. ministry things, but man, it's not exactly what I wanted to do. Yeah. I didn't mind it. I, just, I didn't want to, and it was draining all my time. I wanted to preach and lead and teach Bible studies and, and have those times to do those things, and it weren't. So for me, that's that was part of it. And the other thing for me is, and this is my personality is 
have a hard time saying no. Yeah. And so yeah. I said yes a lot, and I didn't. I I, I still don't. Be honest with you. Yeah. Just do a good job of saying no. So so that's kind of where I was at too. Like I went. You know, God moved me from a small community to a little bit larger community in a church. And so, like, I started getting involved in the community, but then I did a morning radio show. I was like the the, the DJ on the morning nice. radio show. Yeah, man, uh, loved it. DJ I mean, Shane. like, yeah, man, loved the radio show. I miss it. I, I, but I did that. I, I did uh, Friday night football. I, I did play by play on Friday night football. So, I mean, wherever the football team went, I did. And then they asked me to be the chaplain for the football team. So I was leading the prayers and the Bible studies and stuff like that before games, and then being on the radio. So again, it was kind of like what you're saying. I have a hard time saying no because I think for me is as a pastor, you you feel obligated to say, "Hey, I can share the gospel doing this." Mm-hmm. And so it's it's what we're called to do. It's ministry. You're it trying is. to build it a is. church and you're trying to yep. be out in the community and the church wants you out in the community. Absolutely. So you just keep saying yes to yeah. stuff. No, I, the list can go on and on. Yeah. We could be here talking about forever and ever yeah. the things. Hey, so let's Look at some stats real quick because this just came up in one of my social media feeds. It's a Barna study from 2022. But here's the one of the important questions that he asked. He says, have you given real serious consideration to quitting being in full-time ministry within the last year? In January of 2021, the answer was 29% yes. Wow. But in March of 22, so a little over a year later, 42%. Wow. And that's a significant increase. Yeah. yeah. And then, so what did they say? Ministry challenges. So why has this happened? Like what's, so Barnett's trying to figure out what's going on. And I think these are, you know, two, the two biggest are one, the immense stress, of the job that was 56%. That's why they want to quit. And then number two at 43% is I feel lonely and isolated. Yeah. What do, what do you think about those statistics? I mean, that was, so I think they're, they're, ago. they're, they're high and I think they're accurate. Um, and so I think I'm going to go on the lonely part of that because, man, I have been there where it's like you have nobody to talk to. You don't have anybody. And so um, I know when one of my churches that I served in and so in the three churches that I served in 18 years as pastor, um, my second church, like I had a guy that was the guy that I talked to all the time. Um, and so like he was always there. I went to my last church that I pastored and I had no one. And so the depression, the anxiety, mm-hmm. uh, the loneliness mm-hmm. went way high. And so I felt isolated. And so every day I'd go to that office and I'm just like, there's got to be something else. And, you know, it's like, man, there's there's got to be something better than what I'm doing, you know. And then so that's one reason why I thought, well, if I just get in the community, get involved, say yes to all this, it's going to bring me closer to people when it actually just pulled me away from everything. Yeah, maybe this the busy the more busyness is kind of replacing that. Like if I'm busy and around people and saying yes and out in the community more, it'll just take away the less times that I'm lonely and isolated. Yeah, that's you exactly know? way. That's the way my brain worked. Is if if I if I'm busy uh, and and I do this and I'm around people, then then it's going to make me happy. When it just made me worse. Because, like, one, I've neglected my spiritual time and trying to do ministry. And I was so caught up in ministry that I couldn't see anything else. I, I heard a guy say it like this one time. You were, you're so good at being called a pastor that you're, you love being called a pastor that you've neglected everything else of what you were supposed to do. And I thought, that's, that's where I was. 
That's where I was. I was, I was, I I loved being called pastor, but I neglected being husband and a father. And so, man, it took a long time for me to come to kind of get over that. And that's easy to do in ministry. And, And we were talking about this too, is, you know, you work, say you, say you, you go into a week and you're like, I'm going to take Saturday, Friday and Saturday off. And you're like, I'm, I got Friday and Saturday off. And then you get to Friday and something comes up and they ask you to do something at the football game and then you're gone or this and that. And then Saturday, you didn't know it, but someone's sick. You have to make a hospital visit or a funeral pops up. And so you wanted to take off Friday and Saturday and they just turn into ministry days and then you got to preach Sunday and you know, and then the cycle starts next week. Yep. And so then you start off on Monday going, I'm going to take off, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take off Friday and Saturday. Yep. And then, it, you know, something else happens and you yep. just keep going and going. Yep. And I'm a calendar planner, man. So I've always been a calendar guy. And so like I've tried to schedule things like here's a to do list. But, you know, so like I would put on my calendar uh, off Friday, Saturday off. But then, man, when you go back and look, you know, if there's four Saturdays or four Fridays in a month, you look at it and go, well, I was only, I wasn't even off any of those because something came up. And I've been there, man, where I get a phone call on Wednesday and this non-church family needs somebody to preach a graveside on Saturday morning at 10 o'clock. Well, you know good and well you're going to be there till, you know, noon or after. So, I mean, yeah. So, I mean, it's just. And your time is gone. Yeah. And then you feel burned out, exhausted. You bet. Yeah. Well, let's let's end with this, like maybe some encouragement. So maybe you're listening to this and you're in this time of burnout. Hopefully not, but maybe it's maybe it's starting. Maybe you're in the middle of it. Um, whatever. We just want to encourage you with some thoughts here. So I'll start it with this. I, for me, I want to. I just want to encourage you with this. Um, have the freedom. Feel free to say no. Yeah. You don't have to say yes to everything. Now. In full disclosure, I'm still working on that. Okay, <laughs> that's a hard one, man. It is. It, it is. It, it, it just got to be things like we got to think of what's important. Is that a, is that you know what they're asking me to do? Is it an emergency? If so, then that's a decision. You know, who who does it affect? But does it take away time from my family? You know, there there's ways you can make up time too. You know, if you know you're going to have to do something on the weekend, then take off during the week. You know, something like that. So I would say this: just have that freedom. Feel that freedom to say no. Um, and then once you do though, like when you say no to things a lot of time, so at first you feel the guilt, right? Yes. You feel guilty. Yep. And then you're like, but once that wave is over, you're like, Oh man, I'm glad I said yeah. that. That frees me up. So I would say that that's my yep. first thing. Yeah. One of the other things too is, is some of the stuff, you know, you, you allow your church members to do stuff. Yeah. And I was real bad at, at the point of it's not going to get done right. If I don't do it myself. You know, I was talking to some pastors the other day and they're like, man, I just feel like I have to do everything. Perfection. Mm -hmm. You know, we're not perfect people. And so we don't live in a perfect world and thank God for his grace and his mercy. But I always thought, man, everything has to be perfect. Um, And so like I strived on perfection for so long and I've had to realize that I am burnt out when everything was trying to be perfect. And so like I would spend longer hours trying to perfect something and realize God's like, all you got to do is just trust me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's what I did, man. So just realize that, you know, everything don't have to be perfect. It doesn't. No, yeah. that's for sure. And I would say this, I'm going to add this on there too, is, is try your best, do your best to lead from your strengths. Yeah. You know, God created you with the gifts and talents and abilities, and even just your passions of, of, of what your calling involves. And, uh, you know, as pastors, 
you're gonna have to do things that you know it's, it was always like that remember the job description at the very bottom is like anything else the pastor yeah. asked you to do yeah. like that's where most of ministry went like that's what i feel like sometimes but if we can just learn and i'm still learning this too just learn to lead from your strengths like even in this role um that i took at the convention i feel like honestly for the first time in all of my ministry i was leading from my strengths um, doing these things that I like yeah. to do and get to do and passionate for and gifting. And, and so it is, it, it just like, I'll, I'll never forget this. I'll just tell you this real quick. I was, uh, I started the job and, and, uh, my dad called me one day and we were talking and he goes, you know what? You just sound better. I said, what? <laughs> Isn't that amazing? Yeah. And he yeah. was like, you just sound better. I think, you know, they can just even tell people tell when you're in burnout yeah. and then when you have that freedom. And, uh, so anyway, that's what, that's what I would add is just, is do your best to lead from your strengths. Yeah, and I would I would add that the church will be okay if you don't do everything as a pastor. Yeah. I think sometimes, man, I mean, especially small, small church pastors, single staff pastors, you know, you may have bivocational people, but a lot of single staff pastors, which we know what single staff pastors yes. are like. I mean, we've both been there. Um we just feel like we have to do it all. Yeah. You know, I mean, we're the vacation Bible school planning team. Yeah. We're this, you know, we're the, you know, the maintenance people cleaning mm-hmm. the toilets or plunging oh, yeah. those. I the mean, I'm, toilets, yeah, yeah, I mean, I've done it all. Mm-hmm. But realize that there are other people, and, and I've, and I'm speaking, I'm speaking because this is something that God showed me. There are people in the church that have spiritual gifts that can do something in that church Mm -hmm. and utilize those people to utilize their spiritual gifts and realize that, Hey, allow them to do it and allow them to have some buy-in in in the ministry that God's calling us all to do. And man, I've had to learn that the hard way of going, I'm just going to do it and I'm burnt out. That's right. And and then even, and uh, just maybe end with this little last thing too. That's great. Is uh, don't forget to take a Sabbath or make sure you use your vacation days. I think sometimes we're like, we don't need a vacation or there's so many important things. Like, I'll be honest with you. A lot of times <clears throat> my vacations were usually on holidays and I would always fear something was going to happen. Then there was a funeral and then you had to either come back or make this you know, decision. Then it kind of ruins your sometimes your holidays because you've wrestled with this and you have guilt. You know, it's like all these things happen. And so it's just it's important to make sure you know we get that time and i again i'm i'm working on it too but yeah make sure we get that sabbath i'm reading a book on it um but just take that sabbath um what's it what's it called uh, the ruthless elimination of hurry yeah it's good um, and it, there's a whole part of it about about sabbath but it really convicted me yeah um in fact the other day i just went i preached uh, near corpus and after i preached i just went down to the beach and uh, and hung out just like it's great prayed and uh, then got stuck in the sand, and a guy in a jeep had to pull me out. <laughs> oh, that's so, great! Yeah, true story. That's great. But there was yeah. there was <laughs> there was some stress there for a little bit. But before that, it was all like just peace, and I felt like really filled up. Yeah, um, from the Lord. And, and I think, man, that too. Like I didn't take all my vacation as a pastor, but that's one of the things that I see differently. I mean, and. I think you probably say the same, but the convention, you know, the SPTC, you know, they give us so much, so many weeks of vacation. Mm-hmm. They encourage us to take those mm-hmm. and they want us to take them because they know how important it is. Um, and so, yeah, man, like just take that off. But I remember, I remember taking, taking like Thanksgiving week off mm-hmm. and, and I had a funeral to do and then yep. something else come up, you it's know, and it's, it's not vacation. Mm-hmm. And so at the end of the week, you're just like, man, I didn't get any time off because I'm prepping sermon for, you know, the following Sunday 
and then you're prepping for the funeral and mm-hmm. you're at the funeral all day mm-hmm. you know and it's like man and you're locking the doors and turning off the sound system yep and- Yep. Leaving. Yep. yep. I hear you. And for me, man, I was having to dig graves at one point. Whew. So I dug graves, I put up the tent. That. Yeah, man. Didn't have to do that. I'll have to share that story in another podcast. Right. We'll, we'll, yeah. we'll put that in there for yeah. sure. Yeah. But uh, listen, if, if if this is something you're going for, know that we're here. Find somebody, connect. Um, make sure you you know you, if you feel in that loneliness, reach out to somebody. If you're a pastor, you're not you're a minister. You're not going through burnout. Um, maybe you know someone who is reach out to them and just uh, you know be an encourager to them but let's end with this verse Um, it's a very obviously familiar verse you know Philippians 4 6 don't worry about anything but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God so even though we may feel that anxiety that burnout that stress man cast those cares upon him Um, Don't worry about it. But in everything, through prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests. Spend that time in prayer like you talked about from the very top. Spend that time with the Lord. Get in the Word. And uh, be refueled and refreshed. Okay? Awesome. Well, that concludes this episode. Just want you to know we're here for you. We want to encourage you. And have a great day.